you know, there's a common saying that people around the farming community tend to say, and I don't know how true this is. I think it, there's some hyperbole here, but talking about how kids think that food comes from the grocery store, milk comes from the grocery store, apples, you know, what's the problem with all these farmers? I just get my stuff in the grocery store. There's also, I think, another trope about um, something about chocolate milk coming from brown cows or something like that, which was a joke when I was a little kid. But now it's more of a, a way that folks say, well, you know, these city slickers, they, that's what they think. Uh, now, I don't know how true that is, but certainly as we talk about often here on The Farming Show, and welcome back, by the way, Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI this morning. Uh, as we often talk about, there is a disconnect where folks in, who, who aren't in farming, and, and we think of the big city, all people in Seattle really could be anywhere, and really and they could even live in a rural area, but they aren't engaged in farming. They don't know necessarily how current farming practices work, what's actually going on. Education is so important for people to feel connected to how their food is produced. How do we do that education? When, where? Well, you know, the organization that I work for, Watkin Family Farmers, has poured a lot of effort into educational resources for the community uh, and local community here in Whatcom County. And one of the, the uh, kind of signature events now that's in, well, we'll find out in just a sec how many years, uh, is the, the Farm Circle event. We've talked about it here before on the program, and it just wrapped up uh, last week at the Northwest Washington Fairgrounds once again. It's back um, to its former glory after, you know, some tough years of COVID as so many other, you know, live event sort of things. But it's educating third graders about real local farming. Joining me right now is Ellie Steensma, who, Ellie, we've had you on the My Real Food, Real People podcast. Yep, right. I don't know if we've ever had you here on this show, have we? No. Nope. Um, but she is here at Watkin Family Farmers, our new what is it, education and outreach coordinator? Is that the... Yeah, ag education coordinator and Whatcom Farm Circle director coordinator. There we go. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this was your first go around with the... After years of Jewel Terwisha doing a great job of getting that off the ground and yeah, and she was an amazing mentor yeah. this year with asking answering lots of my many asked questions. I think some people just take that event for granted in some ways because it's been going for a while, but really, you know, in our circle here, oh, we just think, you know, everybody knows about it, but not everybody knows about the Farm Circle event and that hundreds of third graders from all over Wycombe County come and learn about farming. Explain what the event is. Yeah, so thanks for having me, first of all. Oh, for and sure. Um, yeah, just happy to share a little bit about this event. We just celebrated this year our seventh year of the Farm Circle. Last two years, we've had obviously a lot of chaos with not having a normal year. Right. But this year, we're back to our normal year, and we hit a record number of students. We had 891 students wow. attend this year. From, just short of 900 third yeah, graders. Yeah, yeah from 18 different schools who attended this year. 18, I'm trying to think out, you think about all the, the main, you know, the public schools across Whatcom County, obviously quite a few more than that between what, private schools, homeschool mm -hmm. groups. I mean, how do you? 
Yeah. How do you get had, to that many? We just put out a big word, you know, whoever wants to come. And it's mm-hmm. first come, first serve. Obviously, we can't take everyone. We only have a certain number of spots based on the number of days we have. Mm-hmm. But we try to take as many as we can. And so this year we hit that record. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of schools that we don't get to who don't attend because it's too far or not able to get transportation. We do offer a few transportation grants to help some of those schools from far away. Mm. And this year we had Acme Elementary come and they were able to benefit from a transportation grant um, just because their distance is so far. It helps them out Mm. to have that support. So that being said, we did have a lot of support from some awesome sponsors Mm. Throughout the community, um, Dairy Farmers of Washington and Reisner Distributors were our title sponsors, and then lots of other great community supporters and local farmers who participated as well. Yeah, volunteers too, some of mm-hmm. whom weren't even farmers, but were just believed in the cause, right? Yeah, and part of that too is it's awesome because we can provide an experience for those volunteers as well. Mm. A lot of them learn so much from the experience too. And, and the parent chaperones. And all I, the parent chaperones. We had, I think, a record number of parent chaperones this year, too, just because I think so many parents were like, finally, a field trip we can right. participate in. You know, after two or more years, lots of parents wanted to come and see this. And I'm hopeful that that brought a lot of outreach to our community, too, that parents could gather some new experiences from this as well and learn about our agriculture community. Ellie Steensma, the uh, Ag Education Coordinator with Whatcom Family Farmers and then the leader of the Farm Circle event. I forget the official title. You're the Farm Circle Director. Director. Okay. Um, anybody who knows me introducing people on, on the air over the years knows that I'm bad at it. But anyway, <laughs> I'll try my best. She's our guest right now here on The Farming Show, Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI, talking about the just-wrapped-up Whatcom Farm Circle event. How many years is it in? I, I remember... Seventh at the, at the, year this year. Seventh yeah. year. It's a lot of kids, mm-hmm. if you add it up. Yeah, thousands. Between all those years who yeah. have been through this event. And it was cool during COVID, even though we couldn't do the in-person thing with this we there was the awesome virtual virtual yeah. which we're, we're still available if anyone wants to use it it extends past third grade anyone is welcome to take advantage of that from our website and get the experience from that there's it's still relevant even though it's not from this year so okay um explain a little bit more in detail how how does it go how do you educate third graders and like how long are they there obviously they load up on buses and come out to the fairgrounds explain Mm -hmm. how it goes yeah so it's hosted at the northwest washington fair we have seven different stations the students are there for about two hours they come and they all start in different spots depending on which school they're from we have seven stations one is a technology station that's all focused on different technologies anything from combines to tractors to hay wagons basically the definition we give of technology is anything that makes the farmer's job easier and in the Mm -hmm. circumstance of that station it's hosted by my sister and she teaches kids about cow collars and how that can track their steps and help farmers to understand how the steps can give them different information about the cows. Low steps might mean the cow's sick or high steps meaning the cow might be in heat or pregnant. So the kids all get different numbers and get sorted into cow pens. They pretend to be cows. <laughs> and 
based on their score, we decide how many pregnant cows are there today, <laughs> how many cows need to go to the vet, how yeah. many cows just had, you know, an average cow day just hanging out. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's one station. That one's pretty fun to watch because the kids love running around. When you talk about your sister, Kate Steenspun, yeah. helping out with that, mm-hmm. and she's helped with this event Since the for beginning. A, a long time. Um, but also, just in terms of your background, it should be a moment here where we mention you grew up on a local dairy. Yeah. Your parents, John and Karen Steensma, out west of Linden there. So you know all about this. Now you're involved with Steensma Creamery, mm-hmm. which yeah. maybe we'll have a sec to bug you about. <laughs> Sounds good. In a few minutes. But um, so anyway, that's one station I interrupted. That's I'll okay. let you continue. Yeah, that's okay. Lots to talk about. But one of our other stations where the kids run around is the new Farming for Life experience at the fair which is honestly like a whole field trip in itself. There's so much for the kids to do in there. We set aside a scavenger hunt for each kid where they either like milk the cow that's in there, watch a video and learn about something that a farmer is growing. There's an interactive raspberry picker that they can watch a video of and all sorts of games and puzzles in there. Mm -hmm. That one, all the kids said there wasn't enough time for this one. Each station's only about 14 minutes. And that one, they wanted more time. So that's kind of a little plug to go out there to anyone is take your kids there for field trip, take your kids there during the fair. It's a huge um, opportunity for learning and just fun. Honestly, Um, we have other stations. Three of the stations are kind of focused on commodities that we grow here. Mm -hmm. One on potatoes, which also highlights like photosynthesis because the kids learn about how plants grow Mm. and all the different types of potatoes that we grow here. Yeah. There's a huge potato harvester that's at the event that they get to look at. There's a dairy station that's all about just our dairy farmers and how dairy farmers milk their cows, dairy products, and a raspberry station that has a raspberry picker. That's a huge hit with the kids. And this year, um, my friend Aaliyah, who was teaching that station, got the kids to do a whole dance about what the different actions are of being on a picker, shaking like a picker, like the shakers, sorting berries, stacking flats. And they got really into that one. Um, And then one of our other stations is led by my mom doing a wildlife habitat awareness kind of station, teaching kids about riparian zones and all the different habitats that that provides for on farms and helping kids to understand that we farmers want things living on their farm besides their animals you know they want salmon they want eagles they want bears cougars insects you name it because it's all about ecosystem balance and understanding the importance of how that affects all of us and then our last station is from the conservation district whatcom conservation district hosts a whole segment on um, water quality and things that farmers do to protect water, why water is so important to us. They have these very cool interactive water tables where the kids get to see how water moves, their actual water flows through the tables and touch the different watersheds on a uh, giant map. That one's usually a pretty big hit, too. Yeah. All of them are a hit, honestly. They're so, all so fun. And so, neat. like, 14 minutes for each station, and then you keep it moving. So, the whole thing, yep. how, how long does it take for a, a, a group of students to go through all the stations? It's a little under two hours for a school group. A school group will be there for two hours. They'll start at one station, work their way all the way through, and then head out. And after they head out, they get swag bags. All the kids mm-hmm. get local snacks from Dairy Gold, Bellwood Acres, um, 
and field farms during some little jams. So they all get little fun snacks and um, take home a journal as well that kind of like allows them to write down what they learned and brainstorm and all kinds of other fun prizes and stuff too from our sponsors. Very, very cool. Obviously takes a lot of people yeah, to put we, this together. We couldn't do it without all our volunteers. and. How many volunteers leaders. does it take roughly? Uh, at least 40 or 50. Wow. Plus all the station leaders too and whoever they bring in to help them. Plus the funding to make it all happen. Yeah, and couldn't do it without the sponsors. Yeah, yeah. the sponsors that you talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would imagine there are future sponsorship opportunities if people are hearing about this saying, hey, I'd love to support something like that. Yeah, absolutely. We're glad to have the support and invite all our sponsors to come visit. We had several sponsors come out to the event and get a tour and see the kids in action. Awesome. Again, Ellie Steensma is with Ellie Steensma Corbin, technically. Full name, yeah. <laughs> Married now, and congrats on that. Thank you. Uh, with us on the Farming Show. Um, she's a former and now current colleague of mine here at, at Whatcom Family Farmers uh, because you were uh, a helper for us for, what was that, over a summer? Yeah, right? a couple it, years just ago somebody while on maternity leave, and yeah. I helped out with you guys a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now you're on staff um, more you know, longer term. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we can keep you around because we need your help. Yeah, uh, I mean, doing I'm education busy, stuff. but I yeah. like being here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, what other kind of stuff are you working on right now? Uh, so my family has a dairy farm, and my sister and I started up our creamery about a year ago. I'm working on getting ownership, but Kate's the main owner right now. We make artisan skier, which is Icelandic yogurt. And we're branching out to hopefully make some new soft cheeses and other unique dairy products in the future. Awesome. So how much work does that take for you? Like, are you, you guys like taking care of the cows, milking the cows, doing the feed, or are you just taking the milk? Because your, your dad still dairies, right? Yeah, we don't do everything. You just be like, hey, it's dad, can we buy some milk from you and turn it into defi- skier? Exactly. Yeah, it's a nice. family affair. Right. There's no way we could do it on our own. Right. So dad and my brother, Zach, milk the cows. My other brother, Ben, works at Twinbrook Creamery, but okay. he's pretty involved in the dairy as well, helping out when he can. And so he has that processing experience as well, which maybe um, sure. we'll be able to take advantage of as we expand. Who knows? Um, and then my mom does biology. She's a professor. So our whole kind of mindset has been teaching people throughout our whole lives with my mom being a professor and then just the experiences that we've had we just love to be able to share what we do with people so that kind of shaped why i'm here and why i do what i do (laughs) awesome so you're legit in the farming world and educating people about it through this advocacy and education role um, again, Dylan Honkup here on uh, the farming show here on KGMI. Uh, I work for Watkin Family Farmers and Save Family Farming. So does our guest, Ellie Steensma. And again, glad to have you here uh, this morning on the program. What about on the, you know, we talked about the farm circle, but you've got some other educational um, projects underway for yeah. the farming community right now. Yeah, I mean, um, we're always trying to find new ways to provide educational experiences for our community. As the new, my job is kind of a new role, agriculture education coordinator. I'm trying to develop some new programs to help get our community more involved. 
obviously with this new farming for life experience at the fair that's something we really want to try to push and part of my role will be providing experiences for people to get involved in that so hopefully that'll be a part of my role in the future I also help out with the local FFA chapter, Lynn and Christian, um, as an FFA advisor Mm. and have taught a couple classes over there. So I have a very broad (laughs) education skill set, and I'm hoping to be able to use that to create some new programs here, maybe some programs for older kids, teaching about careers, opportunities for them in the agriculture world. Because there's so many right yeah. now. have yeah. a lot of job openings. Why do you do all this? Why, why is it worth it? What, what, you know, what, why is this so important, what you're doing? I think I just find it really re- rewarding to be able to connect with so many people in the agriculture industry. And I enjoy learning about everything that agriculture has to offer. And then turning that around, being able to teach that to other people and see the fulfillment they get out of that. Learning mm. about where their food comes from. And learning about all the benefits that this community has to offer. I feel like seeing them get a reward out of that gives me um, a reward as well. Kind of a back and forth sort of thing. Networking and yeah. just constantly learning new things. And why why would you say it's important for people to know where their food comes from? Obviously, we take that kind of value for granted. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. But I think sometimes it's good to even call it out. Like, why does that make a difference? I think it makes a difference because it allows us to be able to feel like we have a connection to it and feel like we have a connection to our world, which is really important because we want to be able to protect this world. Mm -hmm. And in order for that to happen, we have to work together. People who aren't farmers have to work together with the farmers because no farms, no food, right? And if we don't understand that and learn how to kind of live in harmony with each other, then there's no future for us. Yeah. That knowledge, uh, yeah, even just knowledge, education being a tool to spread that knowledge is a part of sustainability. Mm-hmm. Like you can do all the quote-unquote right practices on the ground, but if not everyone is aware or knows or understands how they fit into this, you know, because the consumer fits into the sustainability cycle as well, that there's a breakdown there. You can't really have a fully sustainable system. Right. And yeah, like I said, it needs to be sustainable. We need to all be on the same page for the most part, or yeah. we're not going to make any progress. Ellie, thanks so much for being here. By, by the way, folks, if you want to check out Ellie's full story, here's just a shameless plug for my own podcast, the Real Food, <laughs> Real People podcast. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a whole raft of other locations, as well as realfoodrealpeople.org. And you can watch the video um, of the conversation I had with Ellie, kind of sharing her whole story right in the historic farmhouse where she grew up. You can find that on YouTube. Just look for Real Food, Real People or on Facebook and on Instagram. Again, Ellie Steensma Corbin uh, with Black and Family Farmers. Thank you so much for being here with us yeah. and for what you're doing Thank for you. us, helping us with some really important stuff. Thank you.